Hello, welcome to the Iron Jazz 777 podcast. Uh, kind of a big week in wrestling. Uh, of course, Rumble happened. Uh, then, of course, the news about Ambrose. So, yeah, I guess. Jump right into it. Uh, oh, takeover. Oh, I just realized, I forgot to talk about uh, uh, takeover Blackpool when that happened. Um, well, I guess we'll just talk about it briefly. Uh, great show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, really showcased a lot of technical ability, I thought, uh, in that main event with uh, Pete Dunne and uh, Joe Coffey. A lot of people were kind of like criticizing that because they messed up a little bit, which, yeah, they did. But at the same time, that kind of like played into the in-match story. Where they were just like so beat up and so battered from kicking a crap, or not really kicking, but like just beating each other up so much that they were just worn out and couldn't, like, they had just taken so much damage, you know. Or at least that was my take on it. Uh, might be wrong about that, but I mean, that's up to you, so. You want to think of it as a screw up, then fine. You know, not gonna change your opinion. So anyway, um, so speaking of takeover, had a takeover Phoenix. <laughs> Dang, what a show! Absolutely great. Um, I enjoyed it. Immensely, really. Um, just the showcase of talent on that show. Uh, I did like on the pre show how um, I think it was Sam Roberts uh, said, you know, that uh, what's her name? Uh, Bianca Belair didn't really belong in that match. I thought that was. I thought that was good. Um, mainly because, you know, it got a little bit of a. Uh, oh, that's what I'm looking for. It, um. Oh, dang, I can't think of the right word. Um. kind of put some attention away from uh, not put attention away what I'm trying to say is um, just trying to think of the right words but it kind of added to the match like because everybody expected uh, Shane Baszler to win, and by him saying that, you know, like, that she shouldn't even be in the match. That kind of, you know, like, I saw a lot of people were PO'd about that, which, understandably, okay, you know, I mean, I don't think it's ever a good idea to have uh, one of your comment 
like somebody who's supposed to be advertising the show saying, you know, the talent doesn't deserve to be in the spot, in the spotlight that they were currently given, currently given. Um, I, like I said, I don't really agree with that. But at the same time, I kind of see why, because like I said, it may seem more about, you know, instead of Like, well, how quickly is uh, Baszler going to beat uh, Bianca Belair? You know, made it more, made it feel a little bit more special. It put a little bit more pressure on that match, which at the beginning, like going into the show, I don't think anybody was really looking forward that much to the match. I mean, I'm sure it would have been a great match either way. But, like, having said that, you know, like, having that being put out there, like, you know, they shouldn't be in that spotlight, then, you know, that's going to draw attention to that match. It's kind of like advertising it, almost, but, oh man, that weirdo on the commentary, uh, I guess, the former kicker for the NFL, what the frick was his problem? Like, really? What was he smoking? Unbelievable. I mean, just kind of like a creep almost. I mean, kept on saying, like, look at these legs and all that stuff. Like, stuff that stalkers would say, basically. Really, that's what he was doing. And I'm sure that wasn't great viewing either. I'm sure that wasn't enjoyable to watch, so. Just... Bad situation. Anyway. So. But yeah. Um, to the main show, uh, War Raiders with their special entrance. I guess Sarah Logan was in that, which I didn't notice. Um, or I didn't know that she was. Cause, you know, they all had masks on and that. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, that she was in there, you know, since, um, uh, she's married to, I want to say, Roe. And then she's married to one of them, uh, one of the War Raiders, just can't remember which one. But yeah, like how, uh, they put her in there. Since, you know, they're on the same, same show, you know, you can still be at the same event. So, yeah, I really like that. Uh, if that was the case, you know, great. Um... But then, of course, 
uh, you know, the match, there was like a little bit in the middle where it was just kind of like, you know, um, they're at the point where it's just kind of like, uh, it's a little, not, I don't want to say slow or sloppy, but it was like in that, leaning towards that direction. Um, overall, though, it was a great match. Uh, I think it did go a little long, though, but I mean, that's really just me nitpicking. So, but anyway, but yeah, um, absolutely great. Thought they did great job with it. So, curious to see uh, who challenges the. Uh, the War Raiders, so, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, cause, I doubt, I highly doubt, um, Unspeed, I mean, I could, but I think that'll be more on an NXT episode, rather than TakeOver, um, so, oh, man, who are they going to face the takeover? I mean, the heels that maybe Forgotten Sons? Oh, that. Takeover Brooklyn, though. I mean, that's the biggest NXT event of the year. And for them to do that, I mean, that's. I hate to say a waste of the match, but I mean, it kind of is. Um, oh, dang. I mean, they could do. Could have one of them turn heel. Like, I don't know, like, you know, Warriors turning against each other and that sort of thing. Like, I'm sure there's a tag team down in NXT that could turn heel. That would probably be good in that position. It's just a matter of who. They probably are going to do, um, uh, SPAR again, which I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, I really, I did like their match, so. I had a this past takeover, so. Yeah. Uh, what am I seeing again? Yeah, um, see, so after that, it was pretty sure, I want to say, uh, Riddle and Nuno, pretty sure that's what it was, which, uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but it felt more like, you know, regular NXT show main event instead of, you know, a takeover match, which I have a little bit running of, but anyway, um, the only reason I said that was, was probably good hear it. Anyway, um, Yeah, uh, not a bad event, you know, um, 
Oh, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, I'm messing up. Oh, I record these too late. Way too late in the night. I mess up like this. Anyway. So. Yeah, Riddle, I don't know. Right result. Didn't enjoy the match all that much, though. A little bit. Only because... It didn't feel like it should have been on the card. And I get like that's the main non-title feud that they're doing. Which, yeah, that's fine. But, I mean, did it really need to be on the TakeOver card? Especially when they're supposedly continuing that storyline with uh, Keith Lee. I know, no, after this. I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway. So, let's see, after that. I'm trying to think after that. There was. after this was the North American title match which match of the night hands down that in my mind was a five star match absolutely great um like not just the athleticism that was on display but like the technical ability that was on display as well um and Ricochet not only like I like how he wasn't only doing the flips but he was doing a more grounded moves, more powerful moves, which absolutely great. That worked out immensely. <laughs> um, you know, that had more of his character, and yeah, I'm sure there was some people who were like, oh, he's only a flippy guy. Well, I mean, that kind of, this match kind of, it enhanced that, but at the same time took away from that. Because, yeah, he did do a lot of flips and did them beautifully. Like, that one uh, spot where he just, like, leaped over the ring post and the turnbuckles just, like, leapt over and did, like, a crossbody, I think, to Gargano or, like, a splash. Either way, I mean, that, that has to take some skill. Absolutely great. Absolutely. Um, it was just a great show. <laughs> or just a great match. Then the at the end of the match, Gargano, I win. Then the slingshot, DDT. I like how he uh, won with one of his signature moves or setup moves, whatever you want to call them, secondary finishers. You know, the moves where they hardly ever beat anybody. Yeah, they're just kind of like there to excite the crowd a little bit. Like same thing, Blue Thunder Bomb, Rollins, and that Suplex Falcon Arrow crap. Not crap, I mean, it looks great, but I mean, <laughs> it's only put, I think Ziggler away that one time. This is the point that I was trying to make. Um, yeah, not really crap, but anyway. So, 
Um, that match laid out top to bottom, great. The trans or like the reversals, transitions, and all that smooth as butter. <laughs> Absolutely great. Oh, and that was. It's definitely a contender for match of the year. Um, yeah, usually, you know, get a few matches from Wrestle Kingdom, then maybe a takeover. Uh, early on, last year it was Gargano and Almas, or Andrade. This year, Gargano Ricochet from NXT. Then, ah, oh, jeez, I gotta say, Omega and Tanahashi are. Mm, Yeah, I guess Omega Tanahashi over from Wrestle Kingdom and New Japan and that, but I don't know. I mean, I really I thought uh, Osprey Ibushi was really good, but I don't know about match of the year. I mean, definitely up like match of the night, but I don't know about match of the year. I mean, that's I feel like that's all far. But, yeah, <laughs> um, let's see, so the next event was, I'll try to remember this, uh, next event was, not next event, next match was the women's match, which, I liked how, um, like, the other two members of the Four Horsewomen of MMA, how they came out, but that wasn't the end of the match. Um, that was great. Uh, then the 450 into Carafuda Clutch, absolutely great. Uh, Bianca Belair trying to fight out of it. Uh, there were a few spots in the match that looked kind of crucial, actually. Like, oh, dang, you know, those moments. Which, yeah, fair enough. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think Baszler winning, though, was the right result. Uh, the main event, Black and Champa. Great, absolutely great. I liked the ending story with that. Like they are each struggling limbs. Absolutely great, uh, and great action as well. How I like the finish where um, Black went to go for the Black Mask, but couldn't because his leg kind of gave out. Then Champa did the fairy tale end. Uh, pretty sure it's called the fairy tale ending. Absolutely great. Hats off. Um, yeah, overall, I mean, that was a great event. Like, <laughs> takeovers just keep getting better and better, I think. Oh, then at the end, like, not the setup for halftime heat, but uh, with Champa and Gargana both holding up the titles, that. I really enjoyed that. Um, uh, 
I'm just gonna take a little drink. Okay. So obviously since it was takeover, there had to be a big pay-per-view on the main roster side of things, and there was the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Seven bloody hours. Frick's sake. <laughs> Basically, the only thing on the pre-show worth watching was the Cruiserweight title match. That was a great match. Unfortunately, I think it's it was a Hideo Tommy's last match. I mean, WWE hasn't said anything on it. But apparently, Tommy requested his release. Uh, apparently, it was granted to him. Tweeted out, thank you. Changed the uh, his Twitter thing to Kenta, which he was known, on, uh, known as on the Indies. Which, okay, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, injuries kind of derailed his career. I think if he had gotten injured, probably would have been NXT champ. Probably would have won at least one championship uh, while in WWE. But, yeah, I can see why they didn't put a belt on him. You know, uh, got injured for as long as he did, and... I think it was like twice while he was in NXT. Um, and I think both times were kind of like long-term injuries. Um, yeah, I mean, I absolutely see why they didn't put the title on because not really reliable. You know, I mean, if you're getting injured all the time, as show that you're a reliable worker, you know, in wrestling terms, of course. Well, I mean, even if you're like a warehouse worker or construction worker or something like that, I mean, if you're getting hurt on the job, you know, left and right, I mean, you're probably not going to be in line for a promotion. I mean, just the way it is, because you know, reliability, and you know, stuff like that. So, anyway, uh, yeah, Nakamura won the United States title, becoming a two-time champ. Oh, then the that SmackDown match, that ref screwed up. I don't care what you say, if Truth was supposed to win, or not. That ref screwed up. He definitely screwed up. And I'm sure Truth was supposed to win because of his match with Rusev. But still, that ref screwed up. That ref absolutely screwed up. And I am still PO'd about that. Uh, but I'll save that. But I kind of feel bad for Lana, though, the way that she's been booked. I mean,. She's been looked, booked to look incredibly weak when she's a professional wrestler. And here she is taking just one bump and she can't compete in the Rumble. And Rusev, being a horrible husband, just standing there, Lana, get up. Lana, get up. I mean, who does that? I mean, get out of the ring and check on her for crying out loud. I mean, come on, Ruru. 
That's an inside joke. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, yeah, the main rumble itself, pretty good. Like the main cap, the main card. Oh, then there's that little tag team match that was pointless. Probably just to fill time to showcase the raw tag team division. Which, oh man, I gotta feel bad for the people working in that. Main card. Um, uh, it was Becky and Oscar went on first, which I thought that was a pretty good match. I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, I guess with this whole blackout thing, it was because wardrobe malfunctions. Which, yeah, they gotta fix that. I mean, it's PG. <laughs> So, I mean, really, take your kid there and, you know, see something like that. I mean, come on. And admittedly, you know, uh, I mean, basically, you know, people wrestling are pretty much in their underwear, but... Well, I mean, not all of them, though, uh, but still. But, you know, most of the time they are able to, you know, keep it under control. But apparently, uh, like, the women's gear apparently has been getting a little bit shorter and shorter. So, I haven't really noticed that. But... Apparently that's the case, which, if that is the case, then it's definitely being shown, and WWE is definitely prepared for it, because they were able to do that whole blackout thing, so, like, you know, blackout the screens and that, so... So... Yeah, uh, but I like how Asuka went by submission, made her look incredibly strong. It also helped out Becky, too, for winning the Rumble. You know, you know, tapping out, then going on to win the Rumble. I mean, that helps out Becky, so, as well. As well as Asuka, uh, like, winning the title in a definitive fashion. In the most definitive fashion, actually. So, yeah, I thought that was good. Anyway, uh, so then, oh, the best tag team in the world. Yay! Now the tag team champions. <laughs> Just get it over with. End the insanity. End the freaking experiment. 
Like, honestly, who wants to see this? I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. I mean, a four, yeah, 49, uh, 49-year-old McMahon, you know, boss's son, is getting a spot on the main pay-per-view card in a title match. In a freaking title match. Wow, there is plenty of talent currently on the shelf. Okay, it's a tag team match. You got people on SmackDown. Under, or, yeah, under these faces. Could have built up Dillinger. As over as he was in NXT. I mean, come on. You dropped the ball here. You re- they really dropped the ball with Dillinger. Could have built him up, given him a tag partner. You know. But nope. <laughs> Instead, well, well, Face Miz and Dillinger kind of, yeah, that would have worked. I mean, they're both very charismatic. Both can have a decent match, so. But, now they had to go for Shane O'Mac, because he's the best wrestler in the world. Better than anybody. <laughs> anybody and everybody. <laughs> for crying out loud. Oh, man. I gotta say, hats off to this to uh, Cesaro for swinging chain that long. I mean, absolutely great. But really, Shane must think he's better than Lesnar. He has to. For him to be 49, I mean, okay, I gotta give some credit to him because at his age, he's still able to pull off some crazy stunts like um yeah that shooting star press I mean that was a great shooting star press just that was a kind of that was a weak finish oh then started doing the uppercut <sighs> that match should never have happened he have Sandy in the tag division on SmackDown, who, if I'm not mistaken, haven't gotten a title shot yet. And they could have done heel versus heel because, I mean, you have Sandy, just have him go wreck the place. Have them go after the champs. I mean, just have them absolutely tear apart that tear apart the place uh, like they did in that one SmackDown after the whole new era thing they came out beat up everybody then that was the last of them <laughs> oh man I feel bad for Sandy I really do I really really do anyway
Um, yeah, Amazon Chain 1, got me facing the Usos, uh, Elimination Chamber. Great. Just end the experiment. And if the Usos job out, then, oh man, I feel bad for the Usos. I feel bad for every team that has to lose to Shane and Miz. In a title match. I mean, nobody, I don't think anybody can look somebody straight in the eye if they didn't actually believe that. I mean, I bet Shane could. Because he's mental. Um, I don't think anybody really believes and can look somebody dead in the eye, say, without laughing, like, no jokes, Shane McMahon is better and the Usos, Gallows, and Anderson, everybody in Sandy, Seamus, Cesaro, and I'm probably forgetting more. Oh yeah, the New Day. It's better than all of them. Because that's what being a champion means. You're better than every other, like a divisional champion. Better than everybody else in that division. I mean, come on. Nobody buys that for a second. And for crying out loud, as much as Shane sweats, I mean, he's worn out just walking to the ring. As much as he sweats, for frick's sake. I mean, come on. So. Anyway, I think the next match was Wings Royal Rumble. Which I enjoyed. I like how they showcased more, like, with the surprise entrance. I like how they showcased more of the upcoming talent instead of, you know, nostalgia. Why you gotta have it, <laughs> you know, is more of the whole, I guess like with the WWE slogan, you know, the then, now, forever, the, like the first and second women's rumbles were a good representation of that, like the now, you know, definitely represented, then really represented in the first rumble, the now, Represented both, like I said. Um, oh, I meant though was um, yeah, like I said, they hold that now forever. Uh, then he was representing the first Rumble, forever representing the second, which, again, I enjoyed that. So, yeah, uh, one thing that I don't like, though, I'm sure Kofi doesn't like this, every, not everybody, but pretty much everybody who is angelic, 
and that Rumble was basically stealing his gimmick. You know, the whole creative way to save yourself from a Rumble thing. I mean, everybody. Like, Naomi did that. Uh, Casey Katsunaro or something like that. Uh, I guess she was on American Ninja Warrior, which, okay, that makes sense. Naomi, she did it last year, so might as well do it this year. Um, oh, there's one more, too, I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe not. I don't know, I thought there was three. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. Um, I gotta say, though, I do like the, um, I do like that spot with Zelina Vega, you know, hiding under the ring. I thought that was uh, smart, you know, because makes her look smart, which, you know, she's a manager. You know, it's her job to be smart, basically, with when it comes to, you know, Andrade. And, uh, you know, it also made her more of a heel, which, again, good. That's what it should have done. You know, um... I don't like the bit with Hornswoggle though. I think if they're gonna have Hornswoggle in a rumble, should have done it with Titus. Yeah, cause ha ha, he fell under the ring, or you know, like he went under the ring apron and could have killed himself. Ha ha. He really, if he had been off that slide, I mean, his head could have gone right into that, uh, right into the steel there. So. So, anyway, so, Becky being his president, you know, since Lana can compete, um, I thought that was good, uh, you know, like how Becky eliminated Nia, then, yeah, and I got her revenge again, so, I mean, that feud's not over yet. Which, probably should be. Um, but, I don't know, Becky got revenge, then I got her revenge on Becky for getting revenge. Basically, that's what happened. Um... So, anyway, uh, yeah, I think Becky winning right decision. Uh, if Charlotte had won, there would have been an outrage. So, I think they don't want to do that with Rumbles anymore. I really don't think they want to do that with the Rumble. So, so yeah, Becky won. I hope it's a singles match, but, I mean, it's probably not going to be knowing them, so, which, I mean, the triple threat might be a better match, and, um, 
you know, hopefully Charlotte's there to take the pin, basically. Or take the submission. Which I really don't think will hurt her as far as, you know, being the top of the women's division goes. So, um... I hope it's the main event mania. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's really the big long-term story that they have going on right now, which it should be the main event. Hands down, it should be the main event. So. And I'm not talking about, you know, like the whole, oh, more than one main event, like last match of the night main event. So. Oh, man. Sorry. About that. Um. So. Yeah. Uh. It's fun rumble. Uh, I like Andy Rose taking uh, Naomi off the apron. I thought that was a good heel heelish spot. So. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. After that, I'm pretty sure it was Brian AJ, which was a good match. Don't think Rowan should have interfered, though. I mean, it's kind of pointless. I guess we'll see what happens. Brian AJ Mania, then they're gonna have to do these screwy finishes. So, which I'm tired of these long feuds for the WWE Championship. Early am because I mean, basically, it shows a lack of depth. In the main event scene, which that shows a problem. So, you know, uh, if they keep doing these long feuds, I mean, you got Orton. You can have uh, one new day. As much merch as they're supposedly selling, you know. Um, yeah, I just think there's other options. Anyway, um, let's see. So, that pretty sure was uh, Lesnar and Balor. 
I really enjoyed this match. I really did. Probably... I would say, probably, uh, other than the Rumbles, my favorite match on the card. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, like I said, really enjoyed it. So, just kind of curious to see what happens. So. story plays out with uh, Balor and that uh, guess he's going to be challenging for the Intercontinental title which perfectly fine with I hope he beats Lashley after that impressive showing against Lesnar uh, Joe Balor was smart because he, uh, I think it was twice he kind of like hit Lesnar or like pushed Lesnar into the corner of the announce table because of the diverticulitis and also kind of sets up the coup de gras. Absolutely great. Absolutely great. Uh, like I said, it shows, you know, it helps the whole thing like Brock can be beat, you know, that sort of thing. And also, um, It also helps the fact with, um, oh, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, it also helps with, uh, yeah, Rollins challenging, uh, Lesnar. Like, hey, a small guy can, uh, you know, damage the beast, you know. Uh, oh, then the Kamora lock. Brock's face. Oh my goodness. I love that. <laughs> Just Brock's face. He looked like... He looked insane. Oh my goodness. Absolutely hilarious. Oh man. Um, but Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, the surprises. Just kind of... Like, I like the Elias. Uh, Jeff Jarrett bit. And it looks like that's the feud going forward. Completely fine with that. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if that was a Mania match. I really wouldn't. As long as they don't fight until then and there's a little bit of a break in between, completely fine with that. Sure, probably be on the pre-show. Um, but... Yeah, uh, really liked it, really liked it, so. Anyway, uh, yeah, 
let's see. Oh, I liked how Nakamura lived in an angle. Big. It was a good night for Nakamura, actually, winning the United States title. And then, uh, eliminating Kurt Angle from the Royal Rumble. Really helped out. Or really helped out. Uh, Nakamura. Of course, losing our truth doesn't. Especially in the way that he lost. So you're probably not gonna like go segment by segment, just kinda probably just going to briefly talk about um you know, like each one. Like not each one, but I'm gonna like talk about the pay per view, talk about then talk about the aftermath on Raw or SmackDown, basically. So, but, uh, I gotta say, though, um, that rumble was really, really well built, because, like, the main reason why I say this is because he had, um, You had all the, like, joke entrants. I hate that I just said joke entrants, but really, that's what they were. Uh, you had all of them, and, like, they were gone pretty quickly, and it left the serious competitors in there, which I thought was good, you know? Because, I mean, you get rid of the people who you know aren't going to win anyways, then it makes the Rumble look more interesting, you know? Take, you know, great that they're in there, but I mean, like, really, what's the point if they're not gonna win? So, basically, that's the point that I'm trying to make. Uh, but yeah, uh, overall, though, you know, pretty good. Uh, Rollins definitely the right, right winner. Uh, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, I think Lesnar Rollins gonna be pretty good. Um, and the Rumble really made WrestleMania exciting. Also, like uh, that promo between. Rousey and um, Rousey and uh, what you call it, uh, Becky. Can't think of her name there for a second. Wow. Um, but yeah, like Becky was pissed off, or not Becky? Ronda was pissed off, and it was great. Becky just stood there and took every single bit of it. Which, again, that was great. But, yeah, I mean, Becky just there, you know, soaking it all in. Like, <laughs> Rhonda said, I could kill you with my bare hands. 
or like kill you in under a minute or something like that. And yeah, just Becky standing there with a smile on her face, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, overall, it was a good rumble. Oh, with the rumble, uh, just want to point out, I did like uh, Alistair Black getting a big elimination on Ambrose, and I did like Andrade eliminating Orton, kind of call back to last year where Orton eliminated Andrade, like how they switched that around, and oh, uh, yeah, speaking of Ambrose. It's surprising news either way. But there's two things that could happen. And if one of them happens, then that will kind of determine whether this is really the case or not. If... If they don't really do anything about it on TV, and um, you know, it's just kind of, and I really mentioned, but you can see Ambrose is fed up and done. Uh, then I would say that. Uh, yeah, that news about Ambrose leaving, probably true. And it was pretty apparent on Raw. But, if they start playing this into some storylines in that, like into a big WrestleMania match for Ambrose, then it's probably not true. Because they're either doing one, or t- one of two things. Either A, making the road to WrestleMania a lot more interesting, or B... Announcing this, so it's kind of like last chance to see Ambrose before he leaves, you know, in WWE. Uh, you know, try to boost ticket sales, which, okay, if that's the case, then, okay, I mean, that makes sense. Um, but if Ambrose starts really mentioning this whole new thing on Raw, or, like, closer to the build-up to Mania. Like, you know, I'm leaving. I don't give enough. You know, all this stuff. It's like, I just... I chose to delay this until after April, you know, because I want my Mania match and stuff like that. Then, you know, maybe Nia Jax comes out. Or maybe that's Triple H's Mania match. Or maybe Batista comes back. I wouldn't mind Batista Ambrose on Mania. I really wouldn't. Um, I don't know why. I just wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been a big fan of Batista, so. Uh, except for some of the stuff in 2014. 
like the WrestleMania 30 match, that was good, um, obviously. Uh, I mean, the whole Shield stuff, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it's kind of like, meh. Uh, then, of course, Rumble. Oh, man, I'm going to get a lot of slack for saying this, but actually, like, if Brian wasn't going to be in that Rumble, which he wasn't, uh, like, then have everybody there, you know, uh, you know, Batista coming back, then, you know, probably going to be close to the end, maybe Mysterio, Batista Mysterio, uh, Batista Punk. Oh, they should have done that. I think if CM Punk won that Rumble, probably won enough. But if he had, then the backlash for that Rumble probably wouldn't have been as bad. I really don't think it would have been. Because CM Punk finally getting his Mania main event, probably. Because at that point, there was only one world title, so... So, yeah, um, but yeah, Ambrose, oh, maybe Alistair Black at Mania, because uh, the whole thing, I mean, uh, the Rumble, but, I don't know, there's, it's the timing of it that makes this weird, you know, and the whole thing about, like, we have one day he returns to WWE, and they haven't said that with anybody else, really. Uh, yeah, the timing of it, though. Oh, jeez. See, that's the thing. It's the timing that calls this whole thing into question, really. So, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Alright, thank you guys for watching. Or, thank you guys for listening. So, I'm used to saying watching. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoyed the Rumble and Takeover. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about Nia Jax entering the Rumble. I gotta say, I enjoyed that. Uh, something unexpected, so. And if we're gonna get intergender, intergender wrestling out of that, then yeah, completely fine with that. Because there's a lot of intergender dream matches that could result from that, like Becky and Rollins, you know, Rumble winners, uh, AJ Styles, and oh dang, <laughs> AJ with anybody really, uh, that'll be a good match. Same with Rollins, oh, Rollins, Sasha Banks, oh, that'd be so good. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and yeah, uh, hope to see you guys next week. And we'll see what happens with pretty much everything. I mean, there's, like I said, there's a lot going on. So, as far as wrestling goes. So, yeah. See you next time.